1: Jay Delsing our buddy golf with Jay Delsing Sunday mornings 8 to 10 here on 101 ESPN and he joins us every Friday morning good morning sir how you doing Good morning, guys. I'm doing
0: great. What a fun interview with Mark Bulger. What a really good guy and a really good golfer.
1: I am going to. Uh, I told these guys this quick story, and I'm going to take 30 seconds of your time here. One time, Mark was traveling out of town, and he sat by the USO office here at Lambert Field and uh, was just talking to one of the USO guys, and the guy was showing him around, and he said, yeah, we're upgrading. We need $100,000. A few days later, Mark Bulger uh-huh. walks in with a check for $100,000 to fund the upgrades to the USO uh-huh. facility here at Lambert Field, and never told anybody, nobody, nobody knew about it, just quietly gave hundred grand to the USO here in St. Louis. He's, he, he's a prince. He's a great guy.
0: He, he's so humble, Randy. I can remember when we um, were, were doing an event together, and he said, if I had to play golf on Monday or Tuesday in the NFL, he goes, I, I couldn't possibly swing the club. We had a pretty leaky offensive line at, mm-hmm. uh, from time to time for him, and he was getting tossed around pretty good back there.
1: Well, I know that we're going to get into the waste management, but I wanted to start, though, with the other big news that Tiger Woods announcing this week that he will be playing in the Genesis Invitational, his first PGA Tour start of the year. What are you excited to see about Tiger's return this season?
0: Brooke, there's a lot going on. He's going to he's going to unveil a new closed deal. I think it's what Taylor made. Um, he doesn't have a great track record at Riviera. Um, Riviera, one of the most iconic stops on the PGA Tour. He's never played particularly well there, but one of the strategic reasons he is playing there is a, a very easy golf course to walk. So um, hopefully the weather will get um, better out in Southern Cal and um, we get four days at Tiger. I mean, I don't know, man. I just like watching anything he does. It, it, it just, um, I, I want to see what kind of speed he has. I want to see what his body looks like after, you know, a couple of days, he's going to have to play in a pro-am and, and navigate a bunch of that stuff. So, yeah, yeah see, there'll be cameras everywhere, and I'll sure be watching.
1: Jay, from uh, your perspective, is the waste management outside the majors the most entertaining golf event for not only fans but for the players too?
0: Oh, Danny Mac, it's It's more entertaining than the majors. I mean, just because it's uh, people can relate to it so much. I don't know if you guys saw the, the dude the other day walking out of the waste management at like uh, – like eleven thirty in the morning, with his wedding dress yeah. on, he had a white wedding dress on and a big long veil. And you know, Brooke, there's you could take some notes. I know you got a big day coming up. This oh, guy had a yeah, really like this dress. <laughs> yeah, he had a really good looking dress on. And um, the waste management, you guys. Uh, back in '92, I was, I, um, I finished off a good Saturday, and so I was in the last group on Sunday. And as I one of the last players to leave the course on Saturday evening, and there were more spectators coming in for the party that night. This place has been a, a, a party since the Phoenix Open began, and they had a, a place called the Bird's Nest, which was this little bar that started off very small, and it's turned into a, just a, I mean, it's its like a rock show, and it's a, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, in, in, in Scottsdale right now. It, it is a fun event, the 16th. Is a blast to play in front of.
1: With that being the case, they're going to have bad weather apparently down there all weekend long. How will that affect this tournament? Do you think guys will be off of their game because of rain and wind in Scottsdale?
0: Oh, it's it's difficult. When you it, it it's surprising how cold the desert can get. You guys, I know it sounds crazy, but when 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 it is not sunny and it can get very windy, it is extremely cold out. And we used to always get a frost delay. In the mornings, but then by the afternoons, when the weather was good, you know, it'd be in the upper 70s. But so it's going to be it's going to be very tough. The golf courses will play much much different than it typically does. The ball historically goes you know zips quite a bit when it gets warm in, in Phoenix, and with these temperatures, the cold, wind, the rains. So it was Phoenix and, and even Vegas, which I'm curious about the Super Bowl is they kind of get the remnants of the the weather that that comes through Southern Cal and Southern Cal's just been pummeled with rain and storms, so it'll be interesting to see, and yeah, now the the rain will soften the golf course up, so the guys, the scores will still probably be pretty low, but I don't expect them to be, you know, like they have been in the past couple years. They might touch 20 under, but I'm not sure what the forecast looks like, but it's been brutal so far.
1: While some players seem to have moved on with some of the players leaving to go to the LIV Tour, it seems like others are still being very vocal on what it should look like if they do come back, some of those LIV players. I don't know if you saw Scotty Scheffler's recent quote, but he said, I think there should be a pathway back for them, but they definitely shouldn't be able to come back without any sort of contribution to the tour, if that makes any sense. What do you think that he means by that?
0: Oh, they're going <laughs> to, well, first of all, they don't want these guys that took all this money to be able to roll right back in and, and just play a regular schedule um, without some sort of, some sort of compensation somewhere or another, Brooke. I don't know. I mean, there's so much going on behind the scenes right now. You guys with this new PGA tour enterprises with, you know, $1.5 billion being separated between a hundred uh, distributed th- throughout 193 players. I mean, it's so messy it's so there's more questions than there are answers but when when, there's there will be a pathway back when we when our commissioner sits down with the the PIF and they finally work something out there'll be a pathway back there's probably going to be a hell of a lot more money thrown at this sport by the saudis and it's probably going to go back to the pga tour and probably even to some of these players and it's 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 almost getting insane. Now, it's insane. All this money, it's just it's just I, I it's it's not even I mean 750 million dollars you guys is going to be distributed between 36 players. Really? How much do you think Tiger and Rory? How do you leave Jack Nicholas out? But I'm sure they'll they'll Jack will get something, but nothing compared to these other guys. I I just don't know how much money Rory's going to get. Tiger's going to get. who? Scotty Scheffler's been world number one for, you know, how, how, how does this shake out? And if you're number 37 and you got left out of that huge pot and you get tossed back into the pot that only has to, you know, split up 30 million, how, how does that work out? I, I mean, I just don't understand any of it.
1: Number 16 at the Waste Management has had over 14,000 attempts for a hole-in-one. Our guest, Jay Delsing, has one of them. Only a handful <laughs> have been hit. It's one of the great holes in golf. The Coliseum sitting, place goes nuts. Uh, what happened on your hole-in-one on 16?
0: Well, I got really lucky, Dan. I was probably trying to hit a fade, and I hit a hook, and it went right in the hole. I was standing. I'll never forget this. I was. I, I teed my ball up, and I don't remember who I was playing with, but... The the people the 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 spectators are right on top of you. I mean, there's not that much room there. So, as I typically do, I'll, I stood behind my ball and I and I hear some somebody behind me say, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> and he didn't exactly use all those words. And and um, his friend said, "I have no idea, but I'll bet you in five bucks he misses a green." <laughs> and you know that's not unusual with the way that I grew up playing golf with my friends. We were. We, we tried to follow the rules of golf, but you had a kid, you know, we were, we were, we, we talked a little trash. And so I was kind of, I just kind of grinned and, and I happened to hit a shot. I hit a good shot. It happened to go in the hole. The, the, it was a Saturday. The, the pin was in the front left and the place went crazy. So my first reaction was to turn around. And look at who who are these two guys, you know, and which one of you said that? And I just got the beer shower. There were just, it's my, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was just unbelievable. My caddy says to me, dude, you want a car? And I look over to my left, and there's a car on the tee. And this is how bad the PGA Tour was back in the day, you guys. So, and my caddy says to me, can I have the car? I said, of course you cannot have the car. Carry the bag, and good luck in the caddy races. Because at the time, I don't know if you guys knew this, You know, Randy and Danny, you probably do, Brooke, they used to have caddy races. So after the three players would hit, the caddies would line up on the front end of the back tee and someone would say on your mark, get set, go. And the caddies would haul butt towards the green, carrying the golf bag and see who could touch the green first. And that ended when one of the caddies blew out their ankle. But that's a (laughs) a different story. So as, as we're walking towards the green, I look back at this car. And on the front left windshield, there's a small 3 by five card on there that says Sunday only. (laughs) So I didn't make the hole-in-one on the right day, so I did not get the car either. My caddy didn't get the car. I didn't get the car. But it was a thrill, you guys. I had never had applause like that in my career at all. And the the people were – they might have been a little – Inebriated? Along their way, yeah. They were having a good time, but – uh, it, it, it was something I'll never forget. Jay, who do you two have
1: on the show? You and Danny have on the show on Sunday.
0: You know, we're just breaking down k- kind of some of the, the happenings that are going on. Basically, this this new uh, pool of money and 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 what it all means. And so, Danny and I are just you know we're we're just breaking down golf and talking about a Wyndham Clark shooting sixty at Pebble Beach and Wyndham. things like that.
1: Yeah, good. That's yeah, Wyndham. Wynd- Wyndham. You gotta get, you gotta get the wh- Wyndham Clark. Who goes and plays with Biff and Tad at the club?
0: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Ascots and the whole Thurston Hall yeah. III, all that stuff. Yeah.
1: There, there's no North Connie there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope.
0: And when we tuned in, Jay, thanks so much. We appreciate it. How many people do you guys know that are called
1: Wyndham? <laughs> Not One. many. <laughs> yeah. One, just Wyndham Clark. And I think a yeah. hotel chain, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, guys. TJ Seelig here. Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN.